What up, what up? Ooh, here we go again past curfew. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> That's the way I'm going to get. One day I'm going to get home and the door's going to be locked. <laughs> Lock's going to be changed. <laughs> you come back. I'm going to sleep in the car. <laughs> you come back, bro. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I, pre- I, I appreciate that, man. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Carbon Footman Podcast. He is Juan and I'm Sean, and every week we get together, have a few drinks, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. Hit them with the drink of the day. Ooh, let's go, man. New one uh, uh, this week, and I might have to add this to the rotation, man. It's really simple, and it tastes great. Uh, and it's our first time on the pod, if I'm not mistaken, doing the aviation gin. I'm pretty sure you're right. We shout out Deadpool. That's, that's his, uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds' is, uh, gin, so uh, aviation gin. Um, but yeah, this week it's it's a lemon basil smash. Uh, pretty simple. Like I said, really, really good, really refreshing. Uh, I took lemon basil, which we, we grabbed uh, a local lemon basil from a place called uh, Sprout Urban Farm. Um, this, this girl, she grows like basically a bunch of microgreens and yeah. hydroponic lettuce and all kinds of stuff. Oh, that's cool. Um, so I just found it at the local farmer's market here. Um, but yeah, found this. I was like, okay, I got to make something with it and decided to do a take on a drink that I sort of saw using this stuff. Um, but yeah, the lemon basil smells, tastes phenomenal. Um, and so we use that in a shaker. We put the lemon basil. I did some agave uh, syrup and muddled those two together. Added the juice from half a lemon. Okay. Added the ice. Added a shot of gin. Shake it up. Throw it in a rocks glass filled with ice. And then just literally a splash of club soda and that's it and i think the club soda is kind of optional it tastes good with or without uh but we we added it we definitely there was too much uh club it's literally like a splash yeah it is it's literally a splash of the club soda just just gives it that kick but yeah it's good so so one more time the the lemon basil um the agave simple syrup uh, muddle that add in the lemon juice from half a lemon throw ice throw in the gin shake it up pour it in a rock glass uh, and top off the club soda. Garnish with a little lemon peel. We did for for the yes. scent and for aesthetics. And, and squeeze and no, and squeeze the lemon peel because you'll get that you get the the, mm. the, the scent from the zest mm. before yeah. you before you hit the drink. It's really good. So that, that that actually adds to it. So so true, man. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out. So lemon basil smash, man. This week I think it's a, it's a first for the pod. Uh, Dude, you know, I'm, I'm surprised that we still like. I'm pretty sure if we bring some liquor in here. Mm-hmm. Like, I still remember. And we're on episode, what, 175? Yeah, this will be 175. Yeah. yeah. I can remember if we've had something before. Yeah, I usually can, too. This is the one that I wasn't sure of because I know I've had it once before. Yeah, I've never had this. But I couldn't remember if it was on the pod like I, or if I had it on the pod also. Like, I remember having it outside of the pod, but I couldn't remember. I'm like, damn, I feel like it's, it would have been something that's popular enough that we would have had already. But there's just so many options. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. But it's good, actually. I, I really like it. Because, I, you know, my intention was originally to pick up Hendrix. Okay. And then do one of the, the you know, the, the, the off sort of the, not the, red, the regular Hendrix. There's something that we yeah, have one of the floral or something. Yep. Um, but I saw this and I went, eh, I, don't, I don't know if we've had this. And it might be good to try. And it tastes great, man. I mean, I, I know we're mixing it, but we're not mixing it with a lot. And it it really good so yeah 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 it's awesome so so shout out to to aviation so we lemon American made too <laughs> America, America. <laughs> lemon basil smash people check it out yeah for sure it's good man I'm gonna add this to the rotation because it's simple enough where I know these ingredients I'll have around I think a lot you know maybe the yeah, lemon other basil. than the lemon basil yeah yeah, right? yeah for sure 
right, man. My carbon footprint, our carbon footprint this week yeah, yeah. is going out to U.S. based companies. Why? Because there was a survey conducted by Intelligent.com and they surveyed 800 U.S. employers. And they said 45% of U.S. companies plan to eliminate bachelor degree requirements in 2024. Let's go. Um, this is, I think this is really impactful. I know over the years, we've been doing this now almost four years, and we've done education stuff over the years where, you know, where um, maybe a four-year degree is kind of worth less than, 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 than what it used to be and how some of the, some some education or some companies were actually doing, it wasn't Google, I think Google did like an education thing where they were kind of giving almost like certifications versus, uh, versus having to have a degree. And so yep. we've been seeing this thing over the last four years, like the, the, the need for a bachelor's degree um, continue to, to drop. And I thought that was really interesting, man, because um, I'm having, I have, I have kids in high school, all three of my boys are in high school. And you know, I'm fighting with myself. We have we we prepaid for their college, so yeah. that's it's right. So they're they're fine. But I have a I got one at least one that that's not really too fond of school, and I'm finding myself like I don't necessarily want to push him to more school, right? And then and and I but and I can't use the age old like you need a degree. You know, because that's go is that that appears to be going away. And again, we've been seeing this trend at yeah. least over the last four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, and I mean, you know, I, sort of. I've had a love hate thing with school, um, and I always feel like I was born in the wrong generation because I felt like if I was like around this time now, it would have been an easier time for me. But the um, yeah, I'm not a big fan, and I'm finding that I'm doing that with my kids, too, where, like, I'm really careful if I go, well, when you get to college, I'm like, oh, when you graduate from high school, you know, it's like, right. you don't want to sort of, you want to encourage them to do something, you just don't know what that is, and then, like, you know, like, for your son, do, do you, like, it's like, find the thing that he likes and then nurture that. It's really difficult that they don't have an interest, but you go, okay, if I can't push you to, say, traditional college, do I push you to a trade school? Do I push you to focus on an interest that you really have and figure out a way to monetize that? Or, you know, I, I don't know, or, or or on a path of, like, self-discovery, quote-unquote, go find the thing then that you like. Like, right. I mean, how do you do that? How do you nurture that? Because I think as parents, you just want to give your kids the opportunity to do And I know for some people it's very traditional. They're like, you have to go to college and you have to do this. And I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm not one of those. So my kids to be happy and understand that, listen, you got to make a living. How you choose to do that is all on you and it dictates your lifestyle. And like only new, only, you know, sort right. of like what you need, right? You, you, have, you, to you, know, you have to I make mean, money. I mean, that's yeah. kind of, that's kind of the bottom line. And yeah, like you have to like, you want to live how you lived here. You probably got to figure out a way to make a lot of money. You know? Like, right. like, or you, you know, it just depends like what you, what you want to do. Like you might have a really simple life and want very simple things and that is okay and that's okay too right yep. i mean yeah, yeah. we always talk about like uh, you know gary v somebody that we've uh followed over the years and, and he puts that you know where he's like yo you want to you know you can live real humbly and 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 you know have three roommates and all three of you share the stuff right like it really depends on what you know what is it that you want in life so he was pushing one lately um and a friend of ours sent, sent me this and it's like Gary was even pushing to like some of you should be stay at home parents, mom or dad. He's like some of you raise amazing human beings and you give you pour all yourself into that. And 
you know, the next generation or like people, kids need that. They want that. And that's a skill that we don't sort of like promote enough. Yeah. And I'm like, it's so fucking true. Right. Like, like being a stay at home mom or dad is a really, you know, I think even a, it's a, a very grimes, thankless job. It's an extremely thankless job. And for the people who do it without raising shitty humans, you're like, man, that's more beneficial to society probably than a college degree is raising a oh, good person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, because that good person, a, you know, whatever, they, they stay out of trouble and don't just cause more havoc, but you just don't know what impact they end up having sort of on the world, man. Yeah. So man. I, I like the fact that these companies are starting to get um, hip to this and, and understanding that like the degree doesn't necessarily, like before it used to be like the price of admission. Like I remember for me for a long oh, time, like yeah, I worked dude. in a career where I did the job, but because I didn't have sort of the credentials, like, right, like it, it sort of held me back from certain things. And Even from pay, right? Yeah, no, absolutely, right? And I had a, a, a mentor, you know, tell me all the time, like, I know you hate it. It's the price of admission. Like, you don't have to agree with it. It's just sort of the, the world we live in right now. Like, you just got to get the piece of paper. Like, I know you can do it. You know, and it was one of those things where I had to, like, suck it up and do it. But I hated it, right? Like, hated every minute. of. I was gonna say, going to say, sure I'm sure you fought that. I, like, at least verbally. With everything. It, right? Oh, all the time. Like, I, because, like, to me, it's like, but I'm showing you that I could do the job, right? And I think that's what these employers now seem to be understanding is like, well, people can do the jobs. A. I also think, dude, the, the price of school, of education, this whole loan forgiveness and all that stuff is, like, also, I think, playing a role in this because you're seeing kids not only shy away from school because they don't think it's for them. I think it's become cost prohibitive and they aren't as eager i think to take out those loans that maybe my generation was and your yeah. generation was Dude, to go to I, school i've heard of of students in, of, in in sort of recent years that have you know that, that that still go oh yeah i'm not going to college because i can't afford it yeah so i'm just going to go to work and it's like and, and it's like you know I, I look at i look at my kids man and 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 obviously i'm just i'm just kind of worried about those three humans at this point right but man, I'm just like I said, struggling to go. How do I, you know, how do I guide them? And I told one of them, actually, I told two of them uh, today. I'm just like, man, you know, we're treading lightly because I, like, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to push you into a, not even into a, a certain direction, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to push you, but still allowing you the freedom to choose, yeah, and to kind of find, like you said, like, to, make to, your to, mistakes to find, find yourself, yourself and. and um, but when I don't see you doing anything, when I don't see you with any interest, like those are the things that concern me because I go, I don't even know what to tell you to chase. And yeah, it's hard, right, with that. Yeah, yeah, with right. That scenario. And then I, you know, I kind of went down the down the list and, and kind of named, you know, some some family and friends, and I go like, hey, listen, I know people in these fields, and if any of this stuff interests you, I can put you in contact with these people because clearly what I do doesn't interest you. So. And what your mom does doesn't interest you, right? So, but I can push you to other people that can kind of tell you about what they do if it seems interesting. But nothing seems to be interesting to you. Yeah, that's hard to work with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's easy to nurture that, right? Like I have, I have uh, uh, my daughter is like, as of today, obsessed with art in every way, shape, or form. And so we pour into her the art stuff like yeah. whether that's buying supplies um taking her to art shows or, you know like we just whether it's some new technique she wants to try she wants stuff it's like go all in on that and nurture that and maybe tomorrow she wakes up and doesn't like it anymore but it's like i'm gonna let you sort of explore that as far as you want to take it and then who knows what it becomes right because i think you know it's funny man it's like we do this 
you always hear these stories of like a pro athlete, right? And they'll be like, oh, my dad gave me a golf club when I was two. And it becomes this like romanticized right, story right. of like this the kid and the prodigy and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Tiger Woods kid. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and, but then you go, but if you hand a kid a paintbrush or, you know, a, a book or whatever at that age and you tell the story of like, yeah, I did that. Like it's not looked at as like you're nurturing this skill and you are. It's just not as sexy maybe or it's not as, um, it, it doesn't get the, the, the sort of, uh, I guess, publicity or, you know, it doesn't add entertainment value for people or whatever it is but like it's equally as important like i know so many people who are like oh i've always liked to sing or i've always liked to you know and maybe they're just singing at a choir now or or they're playing flute in some traveling orchestra but it's like yeah i've liked playing instruments since i was seven it's like yeah, i just yeah, always yeah. done it like you just like i think and we think amazing. rich equals a successful and it's not no, necessarily the case no. man i think yeah. financially successful right like, right but you you know I, I think as parents we want our kids like i want my kid to to and, and, and i'm I tread lightly on this one too, man. It's like I want my kid to be happy. Like, yeah, yeah, we all we all want to fucking be happy, man. Like, yeah, yeah. So it's not necessarily about happiness, but it's about doing something that you enjoy doing on a daily basis. You don't want them guys to get up every day and going like, oh fuck, I gotta go into this place and work. Yeah, absolutely. you know what I'm saying. And so, man, like I said, just trying to drive them into, uh, like I said, we already have college already paid for. Um, so so still sort of steering them that way but also with the option of like this is not your only option maybe you go and intern somewhere you know maybe you go and get a you know a a, a different a trade whatever you're interested in yeah but man it's 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 been tough with not not knowing what not knowing what direction to push them in man that's that that that's tough i think you have to push them to just try shit then at this point is like where you have to just keep pounding them at the just try pick a hobby man just keep yeah. doing stuff because me yeah, listen kudos to you guys man for like the college being taken care of just checks a box we were like all right you don't have to think about money if this is the route you want to go to and even if right. you don't think college is for you it's paid for and so do you go on this exploratory one or two years and then decide it's not for me? Like you have that option. Like, See, but but let me stop you there because I think that and and I've and I've just from from personal experience, the first two years of college is like fucking thirteenth and fourteenth. Oh yeah, grade. it sucks, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like high school, yeah. it's like extended high school. You it know was, what I mean? And it was for me because I went to college with everyone I went to high school with. So it was literally thirteen and fourteen. Grade. Yeah, yeah, dude. yeah, and and the in the in the subjects that you're taking is you know are very high school esque. Yep. Um, it's not really until you get into your junior year that you actually get into your you know you pick your major and then you're getting into specifics. Um, <laughs> dude, I think I've told the story on here before where like I remember I went to community college here at school called Valencia. I think it's a college college now, but it was a community yeah, college is. at the time. And uh, I remember going, and the first day they gave me the schedule, and it was like uh, honors, you know, mathematics, and okay. honors fucking English, and blah blah blah. And I was like, huh? And I go to the whatever the, the counselor, or counselor, whatever. whatever it is, or advisor, and then um, I'm like, all right, so what changes? Like, well, you'll get an honors degree. I'm like, so I'm going to get an honors AA degree. But I have to do more work for it because presumably I'm like, you're putting me in class. That means it's going to be, they're like, oh yeah, well, it's more intensive and da da da. It'll be yeah, academically why? more challenging for you. And I go, put me in the stupid class. <laughs> 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 the lady was just laughing. She's like, but why? She's like, you scored X here. Yeah, so that's why we put no. you there. I go, no, put me with the stupid people. Like, if my degree is the same as everyone else's, she's like, well, yeah, but you would have graduated with honor. Ain't nobody looking at going, you graduated from community college with honor. I'm like, I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> Stick me with the dumb ones where I will thrive. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know what's funny when you say that, man. So I have so so my my youngest is in is in uh like online school. Mm. So he's in freshman freshman in high school, but he's doing the the online virtual, school. Florida yeah, the virtual. virtual. Yep. Okay. So every every time he's gotta like pick classes or whatever, they throw he pick classes and he throw them into these honors classes. But he's already done them, bro. It is the exact <laughs> same lesson with more homework. So yeah, teaching you nothing more, nothing more. But it's just more homework at the end. Yeah. And and he and he's like, no, like, no. I, I don't, I don't want to do more homework. See, I learned that lesson in high school because I, I took like AP or yeah. like honors oh, classes, yeah, and I was yeah. like, I just had more work. Fuck that! Like I'm learning the exact same thing, <laughs> but yeah, I get to practice it more because you think I'm slight, I'm smarter than him. Like no, yeah, no. why? Yeah, like, I'm yeah, good yeah. With that. yeah, man. I think, man, that's a tough one because I'm a little bit behind you in terms of like where my kids are, and so right now I'm looking at it like, yeah, like my daughter's in middle school, my my son's still in elementary. It's like they're gonna change their mind so many times. And your boys will too, but they're also a lot closer to that point where, hey, you have to just start aiming for something right now, at least though, and like trying it out. But I mean, I will tell you, I changed my major, you know, you know, this like, fuck, maybe double digit times. Like I changed my major so many times when I got to college, <laughs> like so many times. So they may even change their minds a bunch, but it, it, you have to like keep pushing them, I think, towards just trying shit. Yeah. Just hobbies. No, I mean, it's, especially it's, how, yeah. it's not a bad idea, man. Listen, I, I didn't, I didn't claim my major until I was twenty. I didn't go back to. I, I went to, I went to college from you know like eighteen to twenty. Yeah, Marine Corps from twenty to twenty four. Just worked twenty four to twenty six. Went back to school then, and I want to say at like twenty seven was when I claimed my major. And what made you decide that? Decide what the major. Um. I think I was going towards the finance route because I was kind of good in math and science type mm-hmm. shit, right? I didn't really know what to do, and I, and I was just like, oh, I'm gonna get a business degree and I'm gonna go the finance route. And and everybody was kind of telling me, yeah, that's probably a good, you know, that, that, that that's a good path to take. And then someone told me about IT, and they were just like, hey, there's a new degree that that UCF is is offering. And at the time, which I don't think UCF even offers it anymore, it's the management. They don't of because I tried to get systems. your degree. I think uh, okay. at UCF at one point they wouldn't. Yeah. yeah, I think I just missed the the year before was like the last year. The you last could get year. Grandfather. Then yep, yep. Yeah. So some guy told me about it, and at the time, I was I didn't know really know shit about IT. I just but I had a PC at home, and I was super like it. It intrigued me. Just getting on it and learning new shit intrigued me. And so I was like, and then and I and I basically just put the two papers of the majors and what classes of the finance and this, <laughs> and and I looked at the classes and I go, this shit on the finance side is all boring, yeah, and all this shit looks like it's interesting, and that's how I chose. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Did I? It's so and, I, and I, I've never regretted it, by the way. No, and of course not, bro. You, you I don't. It's like one of those things where like. You couldn't have gone wrong career-wise with either one in terms of like, uh, um, I guess, uh, uh, employability like and, and making and, a living, and, yep. yeah, yeah, all that stuff. But definitely not as fun. And I remember at one point I did major in like computer science or whatever it was, and I remember taking like programming classes, and that made me know that I didn't want to do that because they were so. I, I have very intense, man. Very intense, and I have trouble keeping focus as is. And what I realized really quickly is that coding is not for me. Like the 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 how um, tedious 
that can be and, and the level of focus that it requires for hours at a time to program or to learn code right. or all that. I'm like, oh, that's just not like I was self-aware enough, like taking the class to know, oh, fuck, I couldn't do this. Like, like this would be miserable as a job. Like I, I yeah, it just it was horrible. Um, and then every time I change majors, I wound up just learning them the hard way. The way I wound up, I have a business degree. The one the way I wound up with that was I literally just went to somebody one day and went, here's my my credits i think with, with the school that i went to what can i get the quickest the quickest and they you know whatever and did the thing underwater basket and said, yeah and i was like bet where do i get the scoop again <laughs> but they were like yeah, business and i was like well fuck it sign me up for business like i'm just over it like i just want to be done because i did i did uh computer science i did law i did economics i did political science oh, i did shit, oh my god bro, bro everything dude i if you name it i majored in it at some point in time i get to have enough you're credits. like fucking paulie shore oh bro i got a doctorate in nothing <laughs> 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 What's that movie with Paul? Oh, that's what I'm trying to think. I can't remember, Fuck, man. Uh, it's well, like yeah. when he goes to home with the chick mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving. Dude, every fucking... I changed my major so many times. Uh, I think I did sports or, or I was on a track for... Uh, I wanted to do like a sports <laughs> agency program that UCF had. I, I just... I did it all, man. Uh, Majored in Taekwondo for yeah. two semesters. <laughs> I took racquetball for two semesters. That shit was lit. Yeah? I did, I did racquetball and basketball. Two semesters? Two semesters of basketball and racquetball. Don't ask me how I got I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, me neither. That shit was basketball awesome. Basketball? Basketball. I literally took, it was, you just played basketball, and they just taught you the fundamentals, quote, unquote, right. of the game. The lady who taught the class was like a coach for, I think, the women's team USA. Get the at one fuck point, out of here. Uh, it was awesome. You basically just rolled up with your friends. You want to talk about your friends? And this was one of the classes. I deliberately did this. It was only twice a week. Yeah. And it was like a three-hour class. So I got, yeah. I just played pickup ball for three hours on, uh, on yeah. a Tuesday morning. It was awesome. Really? And then same thing with racquetball. Listen, man, we can't post this episode because <laughs> if my son hears that, he's like, I know what I'm doing. I used to first semester. <laughs> Bro, racquetball. <laughs> racquetball. And then, yo, racquetball was, I was so no, dumb no, he'll, he'll, do, he'll do basketball. He's like, think of for basketball? Yeah, I'm doing that. Basketball is awesome. But you can't get a degree in, in some kind of physical education. Maybe that's his thing, man. Uh, yeah. uh, he could be a gym teacher. <laughs> Do those exist anymore? Is that a thing? Do, we, do we let kids play they, outside? They, <laughs> yeah, they, they do. They, they have uh, coaches. Everybody's a fucking coach. That's true. There's like sports. I know people went to, to, to FSU and got um, uh, sports like, like they're not quite coaching, but it's like sports. Um, it's not quite management, but it's like directorial, I don't know, something to do with sports. But they, I, I yep. know a few people who've got that degree from, from FSU. Yeah, that's funny. Yo, but to wrap this up a little bit, man, the, um, uh, there was a couple, a couple other things here where it was like, uh, four out of five employers value experience over education, and then uh, two thirds of hiring managers have candidates complete um, a test before offering a job. Wow, four out of five. You said experience over over the degree. Well, fuck y'all. Where were you when I was? <laughs> you in the wrong place. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the opposite my entire career for like the first half of it. I don't hear it anymore, but I used to hear it all the fucking time. I was like, you're good, but. And it was always the degree no degree, thing, man. Yeah, yeah, always. Yeah, man. Well, dude, but speaking of jobs, bro, did you see this shit that came out the other day, man? It said sixty-four percent of people would quit their job tomorrow if not for money. Bro, I was laughing because it was like that's like saying like you know sixty-four percent people stop being thirsty if they just drank water. <laughs> <laughs> like, because it's like well, no duh. But it, it's also I don't know when you like it's it's funny, but it's also like. It's kind of sad because 
you know, again, now that you're pushing your boys to do something, and this is why I, I'd say, I guess I push like my kids being happy. It's like, there's nothing worse, man, than getting up every day to do something every single day that you don't want to do. That's what I'm saying. And we all do it for a paycheck or whatever right, that thing right, is. Right. Like a lot of people do. Like the vast majority of people are unhappy doing what they do for a living, but they have to because of money or whatever. Or they yeah, and, and, and then also like we, we, we buy shit, right? And then that, that shit usually ends up owning us. Well, so, yeah, you're right? a prisoner you gotta, to your stuff. Yeah, you got you to gotta pay a mortgage or you got a car payments or, you know, whatever. You got kids' school, like whatever those expenses mm-hmm. are, man. We kind of tie ourselves down to that. Um, but it kind of goes back to, like you just said, pushing them to do something that that you're happy with, man. And 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 listen, you're gonna have bad days. I don't give a shit what of you course. do, yeah, or what career you choose. You're gonna have those bad days. But in 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 general, if you are waking up every day going, "Fuck this place," you should probably leave. Yeah, dude. If you hate getting up every day to go to your job like you gotta and i know we, we preach this on this all the time i have for like a long time like you have to make changes like i think if you wake up every day hating what you're about to do that fucking sucks and i think it's really hard for a lot of us to pull the trigger because to your like what you were saying before is we our stuff sort of keeps us hostage yep but when you really start to think about like how easy it is to like wean yourself off of that stuff or get rid of it or like if you know, you always say this, like, if you have a plan B, plan A never works out, right? Because you're sort of uh, in the back of your mind. You don't work as hard or you don't make things happen because you know you have a fallback. But right. if tomorrow your job laid you off and you had to figure out a way to survive, most of us would. Yeah, it'd be fine. You'd be fine. You would just change. You, you would, would just change just, your you spending adjust. habits. Yeah, and you would just. And you would figure out ways to make money that you didn't think of today or know today because sort of, you know, your your head was, was yeah, you know, dude, COVID proved that to a lot of people. As fuck. Yeah, all the time. How many people we know in COVID started doing side hustles and gigs and never went back to work, man? Yeah. Like, it just proved And dude, them. not for nothing, man. You and I were part of um, uh, something where, where a company sort of left an area mm-hmm. and then... And and then, um, you know, probably 95% of the people that worked there went to go work elsewhere. Yeah. And literally said, no, like, I'm not moving to where the company's going. So I'm going to, you know, leave and go elsewhere. And, and everybody that I know of is fine. Well, if, yeah. If not doing if better. not doing better. Yeah, yeah. There's not many people from, from that group, man, that we were in that wasn't sort of better off for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at least in terms of like career and financially and all that. What I will say, it's funny, man, you mentioned that finding that group of, this is going to sound like an insult, but it's not what we had where we worked was like having that group of friends in high school that you sort of hung out with like the, like the, it was very clickish in terms of like, here are the jocks here, this here, that here, that, but everyone sort of knew each other and everyone was really close and it would be like going to a high school reunion, you know, and you're still, like, oh, yeah, absolutely. you know, and, and I think I've worked at a few places since, and I've never seen that anywhere else where like, I, I, I mean like that place was like a high school in like the best way, meaning like, you know, people, everyone didn't exactly always get along, but there were relationships and a respect and, and, and like a camaraderie that we had that I've never experienced anywhere else that I've worked. And so from that perspective, I would be like, man, it's been hard to duplicate that. But from a career perspective, and then in terms of everyone's life, I feel like most of the people that I know are better off because they took, they were forced to take the leap that they wouldn't have taken. And I think it was hard yeah, because, because, because we had a good environment. We had a very good environment. And then how many people there were lifers and then just didn't think that they could do it anywhere else. And then they figured out really quickly that, oh, no, but I can. I just, when you were forced to do it, you did. And, and then I think, I think the, way that, the way that we worked there, 
I think gave gave people an advantage when they left. Absolutely. Because we were We very, learned a lot of shit that we probably you know, we weren't we weren't so segmented. Right. You, you you just knew a lot of areas. You knew a lot of areas, you got to spend time you know, like like for me, I got to spend a lot of time with like you and, and your area and like pick up on IT shit. Now I couldn't do it, but I would then learn enough to be able to speak intelligently about it or at least know what to ask. Yep. Right. Like and then same thing for you guys. Like I, I feel like we had this thing where it's like you knew what to go ask because we all spent so much time together where it's like, oh, it impacts this XYZ. And then you guys would know when you were working on something like, oh, you need to go talk to so and so because they do this and like I don't again, I don't know that that's normal and it hasn't been in my experience normal that people Since are some. that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But from a career perspective, man, and just like people, whether they make more money or get different positions or whatever, like everyone that I knew was was pretty much better off. Um, again, because I think they just took that leap of faith and realized that the, that the skill set that they had was sort of transferable in other places. Yeah, and it was very enough. highly sought after because it was for a really big multinational company that, you know, maybe if you went somewhere else, that was really like really valued. So, yep, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, man. Dude, I, I, it's also just sad, man. Like when you think about how we spend our time, because work is our where you spend the you spend more time at work than your family. You spend more time at work, um, you know, of the whatever how however many hours you're awake a week, you spend forty hours of it. You know, let's say you're 40 awake plus, bro. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. At a minimum, you're spending forty hours. If you're awake for eighty, that's half your time. You know, I, it's just fucking sucks if you hate it. It's really bad, man. I, I, there's nothing more that I like makes me sort of like sad the older I get. Where when you see people are like, man, you're just doing that shit because. Yeah. And you never know how much time you got left, man. You seen this guy that you seen this guy? What was it? The Golden State Warrior yeah, coach? Yeah, Dejan uh, Milojevic. I yeah. think is how you say it. So, something like that. Uh, yeah. Fuck. Um, this guy, 46 years old, um, the coach, or, or he's one of the coaches for yeah, the yeah, Golden the State coach Warriors, right? The, yeah, yeah, Golden State. Um, died of a heart attack, man. Forty six years old, bro. Dude, that, that's me three years ago. That that's me when we started this fucking pod, dude. That yeah, that's you know what I mean, fucking, dude. That's dudes at a team dinner collapses. Oh, is that what happened? Went to dinner. Yeah, they were at a team dinner in Utah. They're getting ready to play the Jazz tonight, and they wound up postponing the game. And it's funny, man. When they postponed the game this morning, I was like, oh fuck, that's weird. And it was like, oh, because of the coach's um medical emergency, right. they hadn't said that he died yet. And I was like. That's nah, really weird to postpone a game. It must be pretty serious. And I didn't know if it, like, I was like, oh, fuck, does he have, like, COVID or something, you know, like, that they're saying um, they want to keep the team away. Yeah. But then he wound up saying later that he died. And I was like, fuck, wow, dude, Like, that's, you know, a guy presumably in shape, you know, works at a very physical job, does, you know, what, you know, he doesn't. Uh, no, but you go like you, you. You would hope that right. This guy is doing something. Yeah, that, he doesn't that, that look he unhealthy when you see him, and he's doing something that he loves. And then just in the blink of an eye, man. Yeah, like I read that shit, and I'm like, and obviously you don't know him, but you're just like, fuck, man. Literally overnight, like in the blink of an eye, that guy's life changes. His family's life changes because he, whatever, went to work one day and then just fucking collapsed and <laughs> make it out. Like it's just, it, and then you just go, man. Yeah, like fuck. How many of us are doing that daily? Dude, Cat Williams, man, as much shit as we gave him on the Club Shay Shay thing, uh, had a had a thing on there that really made me think where he's like, uh, he was like, if people really truly looked at, and he was talking about something that he does. I'm like, he's like, you know, I do this every day, and I promise you if you do this every day, you're going to start making some drastic changes in your life. And it's so fucking true, man, because he was saying that every night, uh, and I'm going to paraphrase here, but essentially before he goes to sleep, he almost assumes that's his last day, and he takes sort of inventory of that day, and it's like, all right, this was it, like, what? 
like what, I don't know, like, like sort of like what did I think of it? How did it go? Right, like, right, right. Did I did, did I make the most? Did of I it? make the most of it? Was I doing what I wanted to be doing? And he's like, if you start doing that every day, just asking yourself, like, all right, this is it. Like, how do I feel? If this is it, and this is like over time, eventually, you're gonna say no enough times where you're gonna start forcing yourself to make changes. With like, and it, and it's so fucking true, man. Because I remember I've done that before. The opposite, where I wake up in the morning going, today is my last day. Is what I'm about to go do right now the thing that I would want to be doing? And Fuck. I said that enough times to where eventually, you know, it sort of like kicked me in the ass. But like, it's so true, dude. He's like, you will eventually start making different decisions in your life of like, I'm going to bed right now. If this is it, you know, what do I think? And I'm like, fuck, that's super profound, man. And it's so true. Like, because yeah. we all, it's a cliche, like, live your, you know, today like it's your last. We don't do that no shit. One, no one does No that. one does that shit. But it's like, man, if you do really we force all yourself live, to think like about it. we're going to be here forever. Absolutely. Or, or not all, but no, but no, no. The, the but most of us, vast majority yeah. live. Like, yeah, yeah. That was 99.9% of us live. Like, yeah, like, we're going to live forever. Like, it's just. And and then you're talking about, like, the choices you would make. And you're like, well, well yeah, like, you made a comment earlier. Um, I think maybe we're off air. It's like if you knew you had six months left, would you? Oh yes. Make some different. Cho- and I'm like, absolutely. There were so many things I would change if I knew I had six months to go. And then it's like, well, what keeps you from changing those? You know, it's just like, why are you waiting to hear the bad news? Dude, but I wonder. So, so is it? So is it that? Okay, well, because I don't know that it's going to be six months from now. I need to maintain what I have going on right now. And whereas if you go, I got six months, six months to live, then you go, well, fuck it. I don't have to maintain shit. And everybody around me should understand that I don't need to maintain shit because I'm dying. I don't even think we think about it that far. I just, I think we're, we just think about, I, I think we, we are forced to face our mortality and go, well, I don't want to spend my last six months doing this. Because when I'm gone, like, I mean, to that point, like, when I'm gone, somebody's got to figure the rest of this shit out anyway, so... Yeah, might as well start now. You know what I mean? Like maybe it just gives you like that freedom. I just, I don't think we think about it that, dude. I think, dude, humans are like complex but really fucking simple people. Where I just don't think we think about it. I think we just and go. Just have it. We just have like, oh, I do this every day because this is just what I do, and you don't think about it at all because you just assume you have a lot of time left. And so the idea that you're on limited time doesn't really cross our mind until you're forced to sort of think about it. And I think that comes either with age. Or health, like yeah, or somebody's somebody's health that's close to you, yeah, right. Because I've seen, I've seen, uh, I've seen times when like somebody would pass, and and you know that that'll like force other family members to go and you know make the move that they've been talking about making for the last ten years and have never pulled the trigger. You know, I've seen shit like that. Um, dude, death, whether it's you know if, if it's somebody that's close to you, that usually has pretty good impact. As far as like, mm, you know, am, am I, you know, kind of like the, the, the whole self-reflection. Yeah, impact. I could see that. I think it's funny because I, I know people sort of like entering their, their like mid 50s and they're starting to like see their friends around them, you know, like get ill or pass. And, right. And they're like, yeah, man, it's forced me to like take more vacations or, you know, take up a hobby that I've always wanted to do or what, you know, like and I've been really lucky that. I haven't lost a whole lot of people that are super close to me. Right. Like from that standpoint, like I've seen death just not with people who were like really, really close to me. And so I've never been forced to think about that 
from that perspective as much and i don't think i'm old enough to sort of have this appreciation yet of like oh i'm i should really start like you know living this way because whatever like like, like my friends around me yeah, you're all young, you have facebook yeah, yeah, yeah like I'm, I'm sort of spoiled still in that sense of like i don't have that yet um, but whenever I do talk to people where I see stories like that, I, I always think to myself, like, fuck, what am I waiting for? Like, you know, I could preach it or think about it all the time. But if I don't live like that, then and there's practicalities, I think, to the way we live all the time. But I also think that's just stories that we tell ourselves to justify our sort of like mundane, you know, whatever, simple choices that yeah. we make every day. Yeah, and yeah. to put things into perspective for you. Right. So he's 46. Or yeah, he was 46. That's nine years from now. For I would change you, right? a lot about my life if I knew I even had nine years to I go. I was going to say, so it's nine years from yeah. now. And it's like nine years ago was when we went to Vegas to see Mayweather fight. And I can't even. That, 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 that was, that, actually, like, actually, bro, that was almost 10 years that was ago. All, yeah, I was going to say, that's probably closer to 10, right? Yeah, yeah. And then I couldn't even fathom that feels like not that long ago. No, bro. And yeah, dude. And I think about it too. Like I have family members. Like I have an uncle who at forty had like a widowmaker uh, heart attack, survived it. Oh, you really? Know, has had multiple heart attacks since. Is still still alive. You know, uh, doing well. But I think about that. I'm like, fuck. Three years from now, I could potentially have one of those. You know, like I'm in that age where you go. Right. If I don't start taking care of myself really well, like it's it's no longer. It's tragic, but it's no longer like out of the. You know, like you, when you're a young man, you have this like this invincibility to you Absolutely. that you think you are, where you're just like, man, eh, shit's never gonna happen to me. You know what I mean? Like, and then now the the closer I start creeping up, I'm like, man, it's fair game. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, they can, they can take me any day <laughs> they can now. Take me any day now. I'm like, I haven't exactly like you know been nice. <laughs> 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 I've been good to my body. <laughs> been pumping this poison in for the last four years. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna pay for this soon, <laughs> bro. Let's switch gears, bro. Um, what's up with this Mile High Club, bro? This guy, yo, shout out. I gotta open the story right quick, cause so I don't know if you saw this dude went on a flight this week, and he was, um, and I, it was his first flight ever, so first time flyer. Uh, and he was requesting to the flight attendants if they would help him join the Mile High Club. And he asked <laughs> both flight. He asked two flight attendants, and then he was arrested. What I, airline? <laughs> oh, Spirit. This is, this, it was. Yeah, no, no. Yes. It shocked me more that they didn't take him up on it. I'm like, did you offer to pay? I can't imagine Spirit. It's like he's. <laughs> uh, it was a Spirit Airlines. He wasn't tipping. He was. <laughs> Like the plane the, already looks like a condom. <laughs> for those of you who have not followed us on the, for a long time, Juan has has a thing about Spirit Airlines, and every time he has a chance, he takes a shot at them. <laughs> so fucking. I just I just figured I'm gonna just throw it out there, and I was fucking right. <laughs> fucking hate him. <laughs> oh my god, bro! But yeah, you figured if he would have like been like, "Yo, where does the card reader like? Do I have to pay for the?" <laughs> and, then, and then where's the menu for that? <laughs> like handsies, one price, you know. Like, but bro, they arrested him. I forget what it was like. Disturbing. I think it was like interrupting the operation of a you know federal air. Whatever, oh, so he like, was probably really like it wasn't just just an ass. Like he he was like, "Oh, not you. What about you?" Yeah, like, I mean, he asked yeah, two you, of them, and here. they both turned him down. But I guess maybe they complained about it, and you can arrest him because I guess he's like sort of like uh, uh um what do you call that? Um, 
Yeah, I guess they distracting them from their work. From their work, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm like, that's part of your job, bro. I ask you, how's that different from me asking you if I can have another soda? <laughs> hey, just you want to go in the bathroom right quick? Nah, all right. It didn't take any more time. Nah, that's true, bro. <laughs> so he must have been really persistent. Yeah. What, so what is the charge? Yeah. That, oh, there you go. You so the charge is you're interfering with like the, the an employee on a federal flight because it's an because it's an airplane. Yeah, it's yeah, a federal yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever yeah. offense. So it's like you can't interfere with their ability to to, to perform their duty. So to me, it must have been that he must have been pressing the issue you had to right you got to be extremely persistent because if you only ask once i'm gonna be like uh i you then that's not the charge bro because what if i just consistently ask you for a soda is that okay the whole time right i don't know is sex off the table is that the problem <laughs> <laughs> completely was that not supposed to happen? uh what about if we go to the bathroom and take your top off that, yeah. that, that, can we do that can we have and then he's with airline that did that didn't the hooters oh, yeah. used to have an airline no they don't take their top off but hooters had an airline right at one point in time did they really yeah, no. those Hooters airline. Yeah, you don't remember this shit? No. Dude, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm look it up. I'm pretty sure Hooters had an airline, bro. <laughs> I'm almost positive Hooters had an airline at one point in time. But yeah, the homie was asking. I guess he was very persistent. Uh, yeah, two flight attendants on a Spirit Airlines flight, which I don't know, man. I can't imagine you're making that much money on Spirit that you're in a position to turn down these propositions. But whatever. <laughs> Maybe you should have reconsidered. <laughs> Yo, can you imagine in OnlyFans if you're bro? You're welcome, flight attendant who steals this idea. You and OnlyFans, and you just pick a random passenger, and you just record you, whatever. It doesn't even have to be you banging them. It could right. be a handsy. It could be whatever on a, on a flight, in a bathroom, or in the back, and whatever. And that would be your OnlyFans channel. And you just you know charge $9.99 a month. For subscription. So hold on, is this a is this a flight attendant or is it, or is this somebody just no, a, a random flight attendant? Or if you're Ooh, a random, just a random dude. If you're a random, you could just I you guess could do make that. it a thing where you just bring somebody with you and you figure out a way to do it. But it, I think it's funner if you're a flight attendant. I think it's 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 if you're a flight attendant, definitely more cost effective. Yeah, but, but if you get caught, then you get fired, right? Yeah, you get fired, but presumably you're making so much off your channel, you don't care. <laughs> And then hopefully, you know, you can you can, then you can afford flights to, 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 you know, like on ground <laughs> OnlyFans <laughs> content. <laughs> I don't know, man, that mile high club. How do we feel about this? Have you joined a mile high club yet? I have not. You have not. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, I haven't yeah, either. It's probably not going to happen. It's probably yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it's going to happen for me. I'm too tall for those bathrooms. <laughs> That's shit, my excuse. <laughs> shit just looks uncomfortable, bro. My excuse is I'm too tall for the bathroom. <laughs> that shit looks uncomfortable, bro. It, what? Which part? The bathroom? Just the bathroom in general. It's barely enough for one person, let alone two. That's what makes it fun, though. The, yeah, the, I, got, I, um, know, I like room, bro. You like, <laughs> I, like, I don't need I like, that much. I like... <laughs> I like space. Oh, I need all the room. <laughs> I can disappoint you in a two by two box. <laughs> I need space in three minutes. <laughs> Not continuous. Three. <laughs> Dude, you see the NFL this week? Oh man, dude, what what uh who saw those upsets coming, man? The the dude, the, that, golly, that, man. The Cowboys won. Cowboys fans. <laughs> Check I, on I, I got I gotta say, bro, I thought they were gonna win. Yeah. But I don't trust them. And I didn't trust them yeah. in the game either. And then as that shit started to unfold and Green Bay was just putting it on them, and I was just like, no, like that like, there's no way it's gonna be this blowout. 
And it wasn't as bad as I guess as it could have been, right? But, but it was when it mattered. But it was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the garbage time. There's two garbage time touchdowns that like that, that when the game really mattered, matter. it wasn't even close. Bro. And here's the deal, man. So so there's a, there was a lot of shit that went wrong with the, with the Cowboys that day. But, bro, like Dak Prescott, you're not the guy. Bro, bro. go back to episode 17, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> of our podcast. <laughs> when Dak was bitching about a contract and then the Cowboys gave him a fat contract. Yeah. And I believe I said... Fuck that Prescott yeah, on this. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Dude, he's not. He's not the guy. I mean, no. and, and for those of you who have fans, he's not a bad quarterback. No, and, no, no, and, not and, bad. And no. he had a, he had a, he had a good year, and, and, he, and he's had some good years, right? But there's one, there's one thing that when there's a big game like that on the line, like your leader needs to be at his best. Yeah, and like we've seen, and I had to just compare him to like a Patrick Mahomes. I've seen games this year where the Chiefs have lost, where Patrick Mahomes has been putting the ball right where it's supposed to be and his guys are dropping it. And so you can look at those games and you go, yeah, they lost, man, but it wasn't because it wasn't of that guy. Patrick Holmes, yeah. And for him to come in there, throw a pick, he threw two picks, right? Two picks. One of them was a pick six. Yep. And I'm just like, dude, at, at some point, which by the way. At home. Yeah, at home, which they haven't lost this whole year, they nope. didn't lose. And you're a number two seed. Number two seed. Yeah. And you're playing the, the you're playing the number seven. You're playing the worst seed in the conference. Who needed the last week of the season to get in? Yeah. If if the Bears beat Green Bay in the last in the last week, it's no. some. I think it was Seattle that gets in. New Orleans. Was it New Orleans? Okay. Oh yes, that's right. New Orleans won. won earlier in the that's day. That's right. Yep. That's right. And 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 dude, I'm, wow, man, I was just. I was blown away, and, and then I'm even more blown away that they kept. So before this podcast started, the news came out that they are keeping Mark, Mike McCarthy as the, as the coach. Shocking, but, man. But, bro, if he doesn't, like, as the coach, like, you have to blow up some shit. I don't know if it's the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. For, something has to change. You can't go. I'm, we, we're running it back with the same crew. Yeah, you gave up 52 to uh, second-year QB, right? Second to third-year. Third-year QB Wait, and no, Jordan Love. and No. He's a third-year QB in the league. He's yeah, right, first-year first starter. First-year starter. But yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and then, and then uh, second-year wide receivers and rookies. Yeah, and, dude. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. They're the youngest just, team in, in the league, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Right? They are. I think that's what makes them so fun to watch, dude. They're like two – and this is going to – I'm not um, – this is not an insult. It's like they're too dumb and young to realize, I think, the stakes. Right. And so they're so loose out there um, because there's, like, zero pressure. I think when you watch them play against the Cowboys, they were, like, the, like they had that swagger about them where they're just, like, well, we're supposed to lose anyway, so fuck it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was just, like, that played to their benefit where the Cowboys looked tight the whole time. Like you said, Dak was thrown. Dak looked shook from the minute the ball was snapped. I thought it was really telling Kyle Shanahan, the coach of the Niners. I don't, did you see his press conference? Oh, we said they, he started preparing in the second, second quarter. quarter. They shifted to, to preparing for the Green Bay. Yep, just I did told. see that. And I'm like, man, that's like really telling because you go, the, yes, the score was lopsided already, but you go, and three touchdowns, the Cowboys, the way they perform, maybe they could come back. But even he's like, that's not going to happen. No, bro. but like, bro, wasn't it fucking 27? Yeah, I think it's 27, 28 to three or nothing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you're right because I think. I think oh, no, three. they scored at the end. No, no, no. They, they scored a TD before the half. That's right. They did. Yeah. So it was like 27-7 or something. Some shit like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And he was like, yeah, we shifted. Like, And he, it wasn't even then. He shifted halfway through the second quarter. He said yeah. they made the change, man, which I'm like, yeah, that's. Dude, and, and I, am a, I am a Packers hater because I'm a Bears fan, right? Yeah. But watching those guys, watching, watching Jordan Love, I'm like, fuck, Green Bay has done it again. And I'm watching his mechanics, and I'm like, 
that's the formula, bro. Get somebody who's competent that fits your system that can sit behind a Hall of Famer and let him learn because the throws that this dude was making were very Aaron Rodgers-esque, Brett Favre-esque. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 and here we go, man. They, they've been – the Packers have had – the Packers drafted uh, um, Favre in 92. They had Favre, then they had Aaron Rodgers. They had 32 years of – or really, they're thirty-one years, right? Of, of, of um, Hall elite, of Fame quarterback. Oh, yeah, elite. It's a Hall of Fame first yeah. ballot Hall of Fame yeah. quarterback. And, and here we are potentially with another one, with another decade or two of yeah, another really, really good you know quarterback. Because he looked great. Yeah. He looked calm. He looked yeah. you know. Now yeah. they should get demolished by the San Fran this week. Yeah, but we'll see. But we'll see. Do and if you do. I don't think we think anything different. That seems already overachieved, what we thought they were going to do. Yep. Yeah, like they're, they're almost allowed to. But, fuck, I hope they make it fun. They, they were fun to watch. Their offense is yeah. fun to watch. Their defense is fun to watch. Like You're like, man, I, I hope they, they, they turn out. Dude, the Detroit line story was awesome to oh, that see great, what that city man. has gone and through. That was, and that was a close game. Oh, so close, man. And, and to see what that city has gone through, you know, and we, we both always make jokes about Detroit because we've been there and, and yeah. you know, it was pretty rough. <laughs> but the people from there are very prideful, man. Yeah. And, and the people from there love that they're from there and they love the city and, and love the state and all that. And it's really cool. It was really cool to see their reaction. Like there's people in the stands crying. I don't know if you saw the game. There's oh, people in the stands crying. I didn't, yeah, like no. like older people just like bawling because their team. And I'm like, that's Dude, when was the last crazy. time it was in the nineties? Was it ninety two, ninety one that they won a playoff game? So it's been okay. over thirty years since they even won a playoff game. They haven't won a title since Oh, ever. Never a Super ever, Bowl. Bro. Never it was Super like Bowl. a it was like an NF not a, a national football championship or whatever it was called gotcha. back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when so, there was like three teams. Yeah, so yeah. it was cool to see the reaction. It was cool to see like Eminem <laughs> there and, and all the yeah, publicity yeah. they did for that. It was uh like I think just a city that needed a, a, a dub like that in sports. It's a good sports town. Um the, uh, and, so it was a cool story, man. And 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 we were part of this too. A few years ago when Dan Campbell took over that team. Yeah, when when he came into the press conferences and he would say what he would say. Oh, I was making fun of him we, every yeah, chance I could we get, bro. Made fun of him, man. Yo, I take it back. Yeah, man. I was kudos, wrong. kudos to that guy. That guy changed the culture and has and has brought that team uh, to to prominence. So so kudos Dude, to that man. And yeah, I was really wrong about him. I I think also I don't know that Dan Campbell works in L.A., but he works really well in Detroit. Right. I think he is someone that. His his personality is very much like that Midwest, that 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 Rust Belt, that, yeah, that you know blue, the blue the, collar, yeah, that blue that. collar. Like I think he works really really well for that town, for that fan base. Um, and like you said, just change the culture. Obviously, the players respect him. Um, and even I've seen a shift in him and how he sort of you know handles press conferences and the, and so. Yeah, fuck, I was wrong, man. He he was he's uh I think exactly what that what that city needed, what that team needed. Um, I thought it was really cool when he gave Jared Goff the ball. He said, "You're good enough for Detroit." Yeah, and yeah, I thought it was cool. I thought it was really yeah. Cool that's another great storyline, right? So Jared Goff gets drafted by the Rams and then ends up gets, ends up getting traded to Detroit for Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford goes to the Rams, wins the Super Bowl, and then here they go. In his first year, right? In his first year. In his first year. And yeah. then and then here they are meeting again. Stafford coming back to Detroit. You know, Goff, like the guy who sort of got discarded from from L.A. because yeah. he, he couldn't win the Super Bowl, right? Because they remember they they lost to the Patriots, right? Yeah, that's the right. Rams, in a, and he with, didn't put up 
any points, I think. No, in that, game. that, that yeah. wasn't it. That, that was, was that really nine to three Super Bowl or thirteen game. nine yeah. or whatever. It was a really shitty Super Bowl. I remember. Yeah. So so it it was just 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 a good story, man. But between those guys and, and definitely for that city. Uh, yeah, it was awesome, man. Um, uh, the, most of the games are blowouts. Like Saturdays were uh, terrible, but that Rams game I think was was the funnest one to watch. Um, I wasn't surprised about the Eagles at all. And I've been saying for like three weeks that the Eagles are going to lose in the first round of playoffs. And, I didn't think um, they were going to, man. But kudos to the Bucks. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, I yeah, there was something about that Eagles team. And you know me, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna uh, 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 put my chest on this one because again, the Dak thing, I never felt great about. Never felt good. I think last year I was telling you, yo, this is the Eagles' window because if they don't get it now, they're not gonna get it because you're only gonna have this O line for so long. You're only gonna have Devontae Smith and you know AJ Brown and all these guys on the same team for so long because you're not gonna be able to afford to pay them because unfortunately this is a business and. Dude, the coach must have lost them halfway through the or, or three quarters of the way through. The yeah, and I'd be season, curious bro. to see what comes out. You know, the yeah. the whole winning cures everything is very true. These yep. could be problems that always existed, but when you start to lose games, it's hard to overlook yep. stuff. So you know, it. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what comes out. I think he gets fired. Or the do. Um, I'd be really salty if Mike Vrabel wound up there because I think Mike Vrabel was a top three coach in the NFL, and uh, I, I feel like he got shafted by Tennessee, but. You know, and well, then it might be a perfect spot for him to land. It's gonna be a phenomenal spot. They already have all the players he's used to coaching. <laughs> so, <laughs> fucking Philly, and or like, hey guys, dude, I'm back. Bill Belichick does does Bill Belichick, who I think is, I don't know, I think is outdated, but might work really well at a team like that. I don't know, man. Like, I, I dude, not for nothing, bro. I'm. I don't know if I'm sold on Belichick, man. Six Super Bowls, I get it, but not without Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. As I said, I'm not either. As I said, I think he's outdated. But is there if he's gonna work in the NFL? Like I see, he's interviewing with Atlanta. It doesn't work. You have to start from scratch. You don't have a. There's no QB. A they they QB. have. You don't have right. Yeah, they they have a de- they have decent personnel. They need a quarterback. Yeah. So it doesn't work because he has he has proven that he needs the quarterback. Right. Like I mean, everybody does, but it's you know unless you're the Baltimore Ravens of you know 2002, like you need a quarterback. Yeah, I just don't see him. But I, I felt like the Cowboys and the Eagles were the two teams where I'm like, mm, fuck, I guess if you're going to get another job and it's short term, those work. You don't have to build them. You just got to get them now over the hump. Over the hump. Yep. And and so I think that, you know, you hand him a playoff team that he has to turn into a Super Bowl team. Eh, possible. He surrounds himself with good coordinators. Yeah. Fine. Um I don't think don't, he works don't, anywhere. Don't else. make any defensive coordinators as offensive oh coordinators. Oh my god, bro! You, you don't want Matt Patricia calling your offensive plays, man? Is that what you're saying, <laughs> dude? That was a, that was a fucking bonehead move on his part. Or you know, two sons over there caught the chewing fucking grass or whatever they do, and then oh call, no, no, I don't ever see. I don't know if that's true. His sons always looks like he's chewing something like, and he sticks shit in his mouth. I don't know what it. I don't know if it's tobacco. his sons on the coaching staff. Yeah, he oh, has like no, two no. or. I think two sons on the Patriots coaching staff, which they are allowed to stay, by the way, on the Patriots staff. Uh, oh, shit. But presumably, if he's interviewing with teams, he's asking for positions for his. I'm sure he's asking for positions for his. Yeah, son. I mean, typically, right? If a whole head coach is hired, he's bringing a yeah. staff with him. So we'll see. Uh, I, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I, uh, He's clearly not done coaching because the fact that he's interviewing with Atlanta. I thought he would take one more job at a at a contender because he wants to win one Super Bowl without Tom Brady. Because I feel like 
not getting one yeah, without him hurts his legacy. Him. He yep. needs one because then Brady has one. He has one. I think it, it sort of leaves it in the, in the forever debate discussion. Of, yep. Oh, not without Brady, but he's like, but I got one. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, so, yeah. So I think, yeah, it, it yeah. I, I think he. I thought he would do that, but the fact that he interviewed with Atlanta told me, oh, he's just not done coaching, and he just wants to keep doing this. Yeah. So he's gonna take whatever jobs offered to him. Yeah, bro. Yeah. How are we doing on so, time, bro? Dude, we're 56 minutes in, man. Oh, not, not so bad. Not bad. Hit, hitting it on the spot, man. <laughs> Anything else on the NFL? Um, no, or, man. I, or you want to talk about potholes? Or? Yeah, you saw this fucking story. I don't know if this says more about the medical care in India. or But there's a guy in India, man. He was riding in an ambulance, and he was pronounced dead. And uh, they were taking him to the morgue, I think. He was in the back of the thing. And okay. then he, they, so the guy's pronounced dead. They do whatever, uh, called it. We're on their way to the morgue. Yeah. And they hit a pothole so hard that he came back to life. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a pothole, bro. Bro. It's fucking defibrillating ass. <laughs> Dude, what does that do? Like, if you hit something, if you hit a big hole, right? So the so, so the van or whatever the ambulance fucking jumps and yeah. your body jumps and fucking restarts your heart. It shook him just hard enough to wake him up because he was never dead, bro. <laughs> They're just so malnourished that they didn't have the strength to shrug him. <laughs> <laughs> so the bottle was like now. India's a big place, man. Do we know where this was? Yeah. Ooh. I don't think the story. Let me let me, let me see. I don't think the I story. Mean, isn't it, I mean, India is the second most populated country in the world, right? Just behind China. Yeah. So it just says uh, I can't. Yeah. It just, oh, oh, wait. Pat, Patiala, Patiala, Patiala. I apologize if I'm saying that wrong because we do have a lot of listeners in India, probably because they think I'm one of them. <laughs> but <laughs> we got to get you an accent. So I gotta go. <laughs> I'm not, I was going to try to fake one. I can't even <laughs> fake an Indian it, accent. Bro. I'm going to get canceled before we start. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I can't even fake an Indian accent. No, but, man, yeah. I, I work with a lot of guys from India, man. You can you yeah. definitely not sound like Oh, an IT? Yep. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you. Never man. saw that coming. Bro, let me, let me tell you, man. Smart fucking guys. Smart and, and humble. The uh, the Indian guys. Yep. Yeah. They're fucking smart and humble, man. And and I haven't like I haven't run into I haven't run into any assholes. Let me put it that way. No. Yeah. So it's been a it's been a it's been a good experience. And even with like the thick accents, bro, I I, I got it down, bro. You, so you 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 learn how to decipher. I got it all down, the, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I I do pretty good until the ones that have like the the click thing with the tongue, and then I get it's fucking lost. Thing? Yeah, oh, uh, I don't know what that is. I'm not even gonna try to fucking. No, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even gonna try to fake it. But yeah, yeah, I do really well. And then there's certain um, dialects from certain regions in India where yeah. there's like a. I don't even know if you call it a click. It's like a. It's like you're pressing your tongue on the roof of your mouth, um, and those I have a tough time. I think deciphering de- uh, a little more of those than the rest. Yeah, but I could. Ask me off air. I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, let's close it off with R. Kelly. Oof. Yo, t- shit makes so much sense, bro. <laughs> so much fucking sense. R. Kelly was on the news this week because he was talking about there was a, a lawsuit that he got hit with and he lost a $10.5 million judgment. 
Do, you know, then, do we know what for? Is this for like peeing on uh, girls? Yeah, one of those things, bro. It's like peeing on somebody, doing something. He was ten million sued, ten and a half million. He wow. said he had no clue that he lost it, and he said he had no clue that he lost it because they gave him all the paperwork, but he couldn't read it because he can't read. Yeah, and is he illiterate, bro? That's what he says, man. That's what, and I don't know if he's just trying to come off really retarded so he can get out of jail. <laughs> but he said, uh, no, he's so he's in jail. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He's done. When man. Is, he's is he like done? Done? Is is it like through all the women that came out? Yeah, he kind of against yeah, nah, him. I don't think and, okay. so, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's what got is enough. his sentence? Do we know? I don't know. So this lawsuit, though, specifically was awarded to six women, and it was ten and a half million dollars. Um, and they were actually the the victims of the. Ooh. Because he can't. Well. Fuck, it had something to do with that documentary or whatever. But anyway, so $10.5 million awarded to them. No, it doesn't really say. Uh, yeah, no, just the, the $10.5 million. And, and there, it was at a, something over a mass shooting threat in, in response to the screening <laughs> of this whole surviving R. Kelly thing. But, bro, he, mass says, shooting. he says he can't, he, he claims he can't understand words beyond a grade schooler. And that he can't read. And so he only knows anything that goes on because his lawyers read it, read it and then tell him what it is. Oh, but, wow. And then if there are big words, he doesn't understand them. So he can't be, you know, like he's, he just never knows what's going on. They just yeah. fucking tell him because he has like the IQ, I guess, of a grade schooler. Doesn't understand big words, can't read and stuff. And I'm like, that's why this motherfucker thought he could fly. <laughs> this whole time, this whole time, we thought it was this inspirational song. He was being serious as fuck. <laughs> He was like, no, no, I was at the top of the building. <laughs> I was about to jump. <laughs> now, there's now there's a guy who you would think would be on the Epstein list. Yo, bro. Nah, no black people. You notice? No, no oh, black folks on Epstein Island, bro. What did I get? No black folks on Epstein Island, bro. That's the one thing. Black folks out last week, they were like, let's fucking <laughs> go. <laughs> like, let's no, fucking no. go. Was it Michael Jackson on there? Nah, he not. No, he no? Asian. Or he not he black. He an Asian woman. <laughs> nope. <laughs> or oh, we not counting him we as black. We not counting him as black, bro. Nope. Not Michael. It depends when he went. <laughs> Did he go in the 70s? Uh, nope. He went in the, in the 90s. 90s. Late 90s, early 2000s. Oh, he was yeah. an Asian woman by then. <laughs> he wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no black people on that scene list, bro. <laughs> the, the closest thing they got Clint, to a black Clinton. guy was Hawkins. No, Clinton. <laughs> Yo, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking sax player listens to jazz, smokes weed, gets a blowjob at the Oval. Yeah, he was the first black president. Yeah, Clinton was a brother for sure. <laughs> or Latino. <laughs> Clint Swagger was unprecedented, bro. Yo, has anybody been responsible, so we think, for more bodies and yet is still likable than <laughs> Bill Clinton? People don't give a fuck. We hate his wife more <laughs> than and, Bill, and we actually have dirt on Bill. You know what I mean? Like, we know shit Bill did, and yep. we love him way more than we like her. Dude, that, that, that charisma, bro. Bro, that guy, man. Fucking A, bro. <laughs> dude, nope. Dude, it's so surprising. Even even fucking the Epstein people were like, ooh, that R. Kelly, that boy's kind of wild. <laughs> I don't think we like him around here. We don't want him, we don't we don't want him peeing on the girls. No, they are like not no. They brought a magician to entertain them, but they're like not a not a not a musician. They're like, nope. <laughs> Let R. Kelly come over here. <laughs> they even Copperfield on there too? Yeah. David Copperfield. Yeah. So see, look at that. They're bringing all kinds of entertainment. They're bringing an education uh, specialist in Hawking. They're you know, they they had uh 
royalty and all kinds of shit. Yeah, entertainers, fucking royalty. Just not, not, not R. Kelly. R. Kelly tried to get in there. We're like, <laughs> not you, bro. Like, we can't be associated with the shit you do. <laughs> <laughs> you have to sign the contract, <laughs> yeah. but you have to be able to read it. You got to read it first. <laughs> Out loud. Now we know why this motherfucker was stuck in a closet. <laughs> <laughs> I was trapped for real. <laughs> He's like, come on and braid my hair. It's like, no, nah, not nah, for real. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> Yo, it's- on that, tell him where they can find us. Not at the top of R. Kelly's Christmas <laughs> card list. <laughs> At the Carbon Fuber Podcast on IG, at Carbon Fuber Podcast on TikTok, the Carbon Fuber Podcast on Facebook and YouTube, and then all your favorite audio platforms, uh, Amazon Music, Audible, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, YouTube Podcasts, Geo Savant, Ghana, TuneIn, Podchaser, Podcast, and yeah, anywhere else where you listen to audio, but yeah, hit us up, and if we're not on there fucking get a new app because we're on the major ones. Yeah, so. we, we all over the place. <laughs> yeah, people. don't use the obscure ones. <laughs> Yo, and go on Apple, go on Apple uh, Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Yeah, for sure. You would. Um, I'm going to leave you out with this quote. Oh, do it. From the famous Christopher Walken. Got to do it in his voice. Oh, I don't know if I can do you that. You can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> if you knew how quickly people forget the dead, you would stop living to impress people. Do your thing, people. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Quit your job tomorrow, everybody. That's right. (laughs) And as always, we appreciate you guys. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye.